Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. And welcome to Session with the Kush Queen. We are live at Hamilton Vape Lounge with, you guys go by two names, but I'm going to say it's SKG Bakery. Um, we have one half of the dream team here. They are munchie quenchers, event creators, third place winner of edible category in the Karma Cup. I believe it was for this product, was it not? It was for that product right there. Yes, and it came with this really, really good chocolate dip too that I ended up not dipping the pretzels in. I ended up just kind of licking the chocolate out of the container. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I actually really did do that. That's okay, that's okay. No they judgment. also have these two. You can't get the good picture, but I will make sure I flip it. There is actually like glitter on them. These were also... Those came in fourth this year. Okay, I thought I saw these too. Yeah. Were they a little bit smaller? Uh, no, same size. Was it the same size? Same size. Same size. And they have like a, they have a whole bunch of stuff inside of it. Right? Yeah, they do. Layers. So they actually have our pretzels, which were the third place winner, along with our honey roasted peanut butter, our milk chocolate, and uh, caramel inside. And then we sprinkle them with gold dust because I think everything should glitter. I have to take a bite. I wonder if you could walk around and tell them, hey, you know what, I want to do a program with See the layers? Wow, my dad would do it. He does it in his Oh, and I'm going to want it. Okay, yeah, so I'm going to end up eating that whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just not going to put it back in the box. That's for me. So when you guys first started off, how did you guys decide to come up with Sofa King? Like, what? where was that? Uh, so so fucking good actually was the uh, the starting oh, of it. Oh, like that's okay. Right? I like that. And it's funny because a lot of people who see our name, they see the first two words, Sofa King, and they automatically assume, oh, sofa with a crown. Okay, so you're like you're the king couch. We yeah. get it. But it's like no no no. Really, it's a play on words because I wanted to be able to have not only a company name but a way to swear at the same time. So we figured why not why not combine the two? Uh, now not to lie, a lot of. Uh, comedians and uh, companies in the past have used Sofa King before. Uh, Sofa King Good Bakery we thought would be a really funny way to bring it in for us. Uh, and we're the first uh, Toronto company slash bakery to use it here. Uh, there was before a furniture company way back in the day, apparently. Sofa King. Uh, apparently the Sofa King, yep. Uh, but I didn't actually know about them until we were over a year in business uh, when they approached us and told us that they thought we were using their logo. And I went, oh, that's interesting because I actually drew our original logo. Uh, I don't know if you... So she's actually answering a secondary question when it comes to your art because I know that you guys have cupcakes. And you've had other oh, little so stickers, yes, right? all of our little characters. So those ones, unfortunately, as much as I would love to say they were done by me, they weren't. Okay. Uh, those were done by the very talented Roger Beck. Okay, I know um, He's yep. actually going to be a guest coming up. Fantastic. Yeah, okay, so Roger is absolutely wonderful. Uh, he was nice enough to create the five characters for us. So he recreated our couchy character, which was our main logo character originally. Yep. Uh, we changed our logo recently and switched over to the new uh, SKG without the... Um, I know it's probably yeah, hard to see, close, yeah. but uh, if you see that there, we switched over so that we weren't seen as being catering to children in any way, shape, or form by having a cartoon character on our packaging. Um, but we did love that character so much that we asked Roger if he wouldn't mind to not only recreate that, but to create a few new characters. So uh, he created the Space Bomb as one of our characters. He created the Pretzel as another. Um, then we also have... Uh, to, what am I missing? Oh, uh, I'm missing our uh, cupcake. I'm missing our uh, crunchy bar. So it's oh, like one so of our he actually 
cartoon. He tree. Exactly. Okay, that's even better. So, so there's actual meaning behind the cartoon too. It's not yes. just here's a character for you. No. They're actually your your guys exactly. come to life. Exactly. So what did you guys call this one then? So those are space bombs. So is it like a female character? Just yeah, she's glittery and stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yes, Had totally. To totally. And she, she's actually got an astronaut helmet on. So uh, she's quite cool. She's one of my favorite characters actually. So as a team, what roles do the two of you play? Um, so we definitely have a lot of different aspects to what we take care of because there are so many hats to wear when it comes to a business. Um, because Chris has been a chef for a very long time, he actually produces a lot of the goodies that we have. Um, in fact, I would say 75% of the goods, at least, that we make. Uh, they come straight out of you guys, huh? Come straight. Oh, we definitely come all out of us. Uh, we do have a, a, a lovely little team that help us out as well, a couple of girls, uh, to help out with what our hands can't manage. Um, but uh, besides that, he makes almost everything. I take care of our social media side, our, our business side, our, our, all of the dealing with customers, the marketing, marketing all that fun stuff, the, the headachey side of things, if you will, that I think sometimes um, I try to take care of. Uh, but that being said, we both take care of different aspects. Yeah, and um, each part is important. Very much so, very much so. And we wouldn't be able to do it without one another, I don't think. Um, it's just too much work for one person to take yeah. on, especially the size that we're at now uh, with the following that we have. So thank you, you guys. We're not complaining at all. Uh, we'd love to continue growing and, you know, get to a point where we get to have a, a huge group of people working along with us to produce the, the awesome stuff that we do. Yeah, actually have like a building and you actually have like a production team. That would like be that. phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. So that's the goal one day. How... Okay, he's, just, he's not over here, so this is going to be kind of a weird question. How do you decide when you're making your recipes? Because, like, I have no idea. I, I don't really do edibles very often because I don't understand. Like, I'm not too sure. I've never had anybody have been around to actually explain it to me. And if I were to try to do it at home, like, what do you... Do you just throw weed in a pot and there you go? <laughs> do you decarb it? Do you get oil? Like, like yeah, you know no, no, I, I mean? can I can touch on that for sure. Um, so all of the above, <laughs> technically, but uh, for our company in particular, we actually use distillate and isolate in all of our products, uh, so we don't have to go through the hassle of decarbing and then creating a butter or an oil yeah, infused from that. Um, and the bonus with all of that is that we get it lab tested. So when it comes into us, we know per syringe. Or pour container exactly what it is exactly. So when we go to put it into a, a batch of anything, breaking it down is incredibly simple because we already know exactly what each piece contains. That's okay. That's actually never even thought of that. Right. It makes it a little easier that way. I know for a lot of home bakers and for smaller companies and for people starting out and for people who just prefer the canna bud or canna yeah. infused, uh, that they will use a decarbed method. Um, but for us, we just find that infusing with distillate uh, is a little easier. And personally, I prefer not to have the flavor of the cannabis. I was just about to say that too, because I've skin. tried some edibles in the Karma Cup. I had to try a whole bunch of them. And yes. I've tried some other things, like some candies and stuff recently. And I really have the taste of the THC. Yep. This one is just pure buttery goodness with a little bit of coconut hidden at the end. <laughs> and this one is like eating a chocolate bar. Like I literally, there's... I have zero. 
that's our version of a chocolate bar. Yeah, but yeah. there's zero taste. You're right. So anybody that isn't being introduced to it and they're afraid of the flavoring, like this is... That's just it. And because it's a, a main component of my medicine, uh, not necessarily the space bombs, but yeah. what we make in particular, uh, I prefer to have it so that I just get the pure flavor of whatever I want to eat. So if I want, let's say, a brownie, I just want the brownie. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, I, I love to smoke. I love to ingest another form yeah, as you'll, well. You'll but taste your weed when you smoke it. You don't need to taste it when you're eating it. That's my preference. I know everybody's a little different, but that's the way I like to roll. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'll be honest with you. If I get food in front of me and it doesn't taste good, enjoyment's kind of different, right? Right. Your whole mindset completely changes. It's, uh, yeah, that's weird. Who tests your treats when you guys are trying out new recipes or do you guys already know what's going on like and I don't mean like taste testing for the taste testing I mean more for the medicating purposes of it yep uh, so actually we are very very lucky to have a team behind us of uh, friends as well as some of our helpers uh, who are medical patients yeah which allow us to uh, have people sample when we make a new batch of whatever it is we want to create that we haven't necessarily unleashed to the public yeah. yet um, because it's always nice to have a little bit of background uh, research and development is what most companies would call it I guess uh, but it's nice to see what people think of something because just because we make it and we like it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that everybody else, else is going to. So you um, almost have like a panel. You have like a, a like a testing panel almost pretty much. before it goes out. Pretty much. And because we dose almost all of our products at the same dosage level, we don't really need to play around too much with how much Oh, yeah. So you don't have like a 25 milligram this. You don't have well, that. Well, we, we do to a degree, but I mean because our space four bombs, of them, right? four of them yeah. equal 100. This entire pack of pretzels equals 100. Yeah. And, and those are because just... you broke it down by four. Exactly, exactly. So almost everything uh, that we make sits at the same dosage level, so it makes it really easy that way. For your recipes. Then it's really just, what do you want to eat? <laughs> where have you guys... Okay, I noticed that you guys come up with, like, the craziest. Like, I don't know where you get half your cereals from. I don't find them. Like, <laughs> no, I'm... I have weird cereals. Like, I got Dunkin' Donuts chocolate donut right now from the States. Nice. Like, my mom goes and she goes every year to the States and comes back with, like, 20 boxes of whatever's weird cereal yep and you guys are finding cereals that i have not ever seen before where like you shop online do you go to the states uh a, a little bit of both uh we usually do a lot of the hunting in person because we find that even though it exists online uh one most of the places in the states like walmart and what have you yep. won't ship to canada uh, so you have to go down there anyways. You have to pick it up. Uh, but I find that just going down there and being able to investigate grocery store to grocery store actually makes it a little easier. Um, it's a, a trip on our end because it's, it's usually... It's a limited edition. Too, right? That it does. And people are really drawn. Like, I mean, we have our, our more popular flavors like Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles yeah. and that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, which you can find at, in the States toast regularly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But then when you get the limited edition ones, those are the ones like the Blueberry Pancake Crunch or the the unicorn things that are one of a kind like people are cool. my mom just brought that over too we just right? got a box of that too and yeah. they're so good but because they're limited edition everyone's like oh well i want that twice as bad as i want all the other ones yeah because it's special exactly and we want to be able to offer that because we don't want to be able to offer just a a set um regimen of these are the the four or five that you get and that's it right this allows us to have a little bit of variety thrown yeah. in there too no, that's good. And I do like that because it's like especially it's like if you're like if you're a soap producer or whatever, you're going to have soap of the month, right? Like exactly. you're going to have a pumpkin spice for November and you're going to have like the pine or whatever for Christmas. <laughs> I true. know I went with soap. I didn't know where else to go with that, okay? <laughs> soap works. I make soap. Leave me alone. And yes, pumpkin spice soap. It works. And bath bombs. 
<laughs> what uh, what made you guys create the Lifted Market? Uh, so Lifted Market was created out of a need that we were trying to gain uh, more access to, for the industry, basically, uh, to get out to the public. Uh, we found that a lot of the markets were being held in the downtown core, which is great for a lot of people, but doesn't give access to those who maybe don't have the mobility to be able to come downtown yeah. or the ability. Uh, maybe if you have to take TTC, that's one thing. But if you're driving, parking and stuff is very right. And know. and there's anxiety issues, and there's there's all kinds of issues that a lot of people have with coming into the the big city, as yeah. they put it. Uh, so we were trying to create. Uh, spaces outside the city. Our very first market was actually in the very far west end of Toronto. Um, <laughs> oh, no, no, by all means, please do. Um, we've had markets in Scarborough. We have done a bunch of them as well in downtown Toronto just due to uh, convenience of space. Um, but we did we created them so that more people would have access in a larger environment to a place that uh, that everybody could enjoy. At least that was the, the original goal. Yeah. And um, over the course of the past, well, less than a year now, um, which unfortunately we've now stopped, uh, but in that year, um, we gained uh, so many vendors and so many guests that were so thankful that they had another place to be able to go to pick up their meds that wasn't some random corner that wasn't yeah. some you know and uh, to be able to have that kind of selection in front of them because even in a dispensary now you're not going to find uh, 40 different companies that all have something different on their table whether it's flour or concentrate or edible or topical or or just you know uh, accessories for your rig yeah I mean it's anything you could think of that you could you might need under one roof it's kind of like a cannonball, if you will. Even the clientele that I saw going in there, it was a wide range of everything, like different age so ranges, so. different everything. Like I seen first time I went there, there was like older, like really older people. They were outside yeah. and they're like, what is this? I'm like, it's a market. Now, I don't know how to answer people sometimes when they ask me those questions. It's like, you can smell it. Don't ask me. I know why you're asking me, right? Like, <laughs> just go in. You want us to confirm. They, and they went in. They ended up going in. But it was, I don't know. I find it very spacious too. The West Ended Market. Yes, I, the West End I is a could lot really move around, which then again allowed me to be more comfortable talking to actual vendors and getting to know people. That was good. Um, so with legalization then, we'll touch on a more serious topic. How is that or is that going to be affecting the bakery and you guys with your events and lifted market for anybody that doesn't know what's going on already with that? For sure, for sure. I mean, um, I know a lot of people would really like to think that legalization has allowed for everybody to now become wild, wild west and we all get to do what we want and we all have our freedom now and yay, it's great. Um, and I'm not knocking it, please don't think that. Uh, but it's not all sunshine and rainbows like some people think. Um, unfortunately, in the edibles industry, we still don't have a voice for at least another year, um, which is unfortunate because there are a lot of patients who don't want to smoke or can't smoke uh, and want to have another method, and we want to be able to provide them access And they should have had time to umbrella every aspect of the medical part of it more than enough before they launch the legalization more than enough they're worried about the tax and the the financial the monetary side of things right now uh, which is where their their focus shouldn't have been it should have been on the releasing everything all at once yeah. as opposed to in stages 
but I mean, it is what it is. We can't go back and change exactly. that now. Um, but unfortunately, legalization does mean that there are new rules and laws put in place uh, to make it harder for us to do what we do and provide access to people because they're looking at providing not only some incredible fines to go along with our services, uh, but jail time and some serious jail time along with that. Like, we're not talking a little bit. Uh, we're talking like 14 years, uh, up to I'm 14 years. I'm afraid to drive years. my car half the time now. Like, and, that's, and I'm not even doing what you guys are doing. Like, that's just me trying to go to the store because, you know, like, I don't even want to post on Instagram a lot of the time anymore. No, we've it actually... Freaks me, freaks me out to... Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I hear you with that. And I mean, Instagram, a whole nother level. So many people aren't thinking about the law when it comes to posting on Insta. No, that freaks me out. Like, you never know. We've, we've actually stopped doing that. Our, our Instagram exists. If you guys want to be awesome and follow us, yeah. uh, that would be great. But uh, as it sits right now, we're not using it. It's just going to sit as a, a memory bank, if you will. Until such a time as so we you can pull can it back either use the it again archive. Or not. That's what we're hoping for. That's exactly what we're hoping for. Um, so that's where that side of things sits right now. Um, unfortunately, for our business side of things, uh, we're pushed further underground, which means all of the markets that we're all used to on a weekly and/or monthly basis. Almost daily. Uh, almost daily. Almost if daily. You wanted, if you wanted to look hard enough, almost daily. Um, that just don't exist anymore, and/or they're being pushed further, further underground so that yeah. now it's just you yeah. have to if you know don't know somebody you're not going anywhere because you're not getting to find out where it is and that's that's just it so um, we still operate online uh, we still ship to our customers across Canada um, we're not going to be stopping that anytime soon uh, unless somebody steps in and, and forces me not to uh, I'm going to still provide access uh, or at least that is our mission yeah um, so uh, yeah, until we can have a storefront, we, we will be going legal at some point, uh, which is the other reason as to why we've stopped posting anything on Instagram. Um, just to respect, just stay, the, like they to said, respect the, the social media. Stuff. If yeah. everybody stops what they're doing ahead of time, then later on they may be able well, to grant you because you've been respectful towards the law. Exactly. This is our hope. Um, so that's uh, that's the way we're hoping things go right now, but no one really knows, right? No. Um, so yeah, one step at a time. If we have to start with a dispensary and work our way up into having a bakery at some point, then, then that's, what, that's what we'll do. But um, we're definitely very interested to see what the what the future is going to bring, and yeah. hopefully we get to have a space in it. No, that'll be awesome. And like I know right now, it's, it is up in the air. So for anybody that out there that doesn't understand what's going on, make sure that you're brushing up on your laws. Make sure you're asking anybody that you know that has information. Because if you don't know what's going on and you're out there, that's not a good answer when anybody asks you what's going on. What are your top three, I'm assuming these are two of them, what are your top three products that you guys have with your company? Oh, see, top three. Okay, so uh, yes, definitely our pretzels are our number one seller, hands down. Uh, you can't compare them with anything else. Pretzels. Uh, I would have to say our number two actually varies between no it varies between our chocolate chip cookies uh, 
really uh, in sales yeah between our chocolate chip cookies and our fruity pebble cereal bars the cereal bar those two kind of rank at like i don't people know people love rice crispy squares they don't care how you make them they just like rice crispy squares and that's what that is pretty much right just with a different cereal exactly exactly um and they're they're a really awesome flavor because they're kind of like uh fruit loops and rice krispies got together and had a baby and this is what came out <laughs> so i like the way you just put that actually. i really like food sorry it's uh, um so yeah uh that being said uh those two uh, if you would consider both of those in number two our space bombs are definitely the most popular chocolate that we sell hands down um, so good. And right? They're all so good. So what can we expect from you guys then for right now? Just basically you're online. Yeah, we exist online uh, on sofakinggoodbakery.com. Uh, we still ship across Canada. Um, you may find uh, some of our workers at some future event. Uh, chances are, if you see us, we'll be uh, we'll be guests on the other side of the table. So they'll actually have hi. time, guys. Yeah, they're not going to be stuck there talking to everybody. Your booth is always really nice too, though. I like the wood setup that you guys did. You guys took a lot of time to get that all set up properly and professional. It we're looked great. We're trying. We're trying. I mean, it's a lot to, to move around when you're doing uh, shows on the daily or weekly as you said yeah uh, but uh, it's also nice to be as professional looking as possible so uh, we couldn't thank uh, Champ Styles more yeah he's actually the one who created those for us so he did a really good job with the, the wood burning and all that's good minus legalization and I know you guys just recently hit your two year anniversary we did were you guys where you guys wanted your company to be by that time or do you feel that you excelled your clan um you know what? I'm going to say that we're further than I thought we were going to be at our two-year mark. Um, but that is not to say that this is where I want us to be forever. Yeah. We definitely have plans of creating a much larger empire than we are right now, provided we're allowed to, of course. Uh, please. Um, so, provided all goes well, I would love to be able to even offer franchises in the future. I mean, we've been approached from both sides of this country and into the States already from multiple people looking wow. to bring our brand out further than it is. Um, so, you know, who knows what the future might bring, but I'm hoping that, bare minimum, we're going to have at least a couple of bakeries in Toronto uh, that we can take care of the immediate public here. Yeah. And then, who knows where it goes from there. How does, or how do you guys come up with your recipes? Is it just like a... You're hungry one day for munchies, and you sometimes, guys just yeah. Sometimes, um, to be honest with you, actually, our uh, our customers are some of the ones who give us most of our ideas. I know you did let us do a vote there. Yeah, you were doing some yeah, we, cereals we, up there for everybody to vote for. For sure, we do uh, we do customer polls, and sometimes, honestly, it's just a client will come to us and say, "I really like this. Do you think you can infuse it?" Oh. And we sit back and we're like, "Sure, why not?" And then we make it for one person, and while it's there in the shop, somebody else comes by and they're like, well, what's that? And, then it, just and it just goes from there, and it's like, well, maybe we should be, you know, making this on a mass scale. Like, that's how Jam started. Yeah. Jam was one person who said, I really, really like jam. I really like this particular fruit. Can you make this infused for me? And it started on a very small batch. 
Um, not that we make anything on a large scale now, but even still, um, started as a very small thing, and then now we have, you know, seven different flavors that we alternate between in jam to go along with that honey roasted peanut butter that was in the space bombs, right? So like sometimes customers can come up with the best ideas just because it's something they want to eat. Um, and then half the time it's just stuff we want to eat. Yeah, so something like, you guys like. It's like, I really like that. Can you make that for me? But can we just, you know, make can it better? Yeah, exactly. What, um, what is your favorite item that you guys have? Out of everything that I make? So, usually it's the space bombs. Um, I know that I would like to say the pretzels come in second. Uh, but when, when the brownies are fantastic. They were one of the things that we first started with. Brownies. And because they have this pocket, So they've probably got some, they've probably been perfected too then if they're one of your first. Oh yes, they're one of our first and we will, we, I don't, I can't see us ever stopping them because we get such a request for them with uh, they've got a pocket of like liquid caramel in the center of them. So almost like a lava cake kind of. Almost caramel. like, exactly. Oh, they are so fantastic and they've got a little sprinkle of uh, uh, pink Himalayan sea salt on top. So it gives it just a little bit of the contrast of the salt and the sweet. Um, they are by far my favorite thing. That's your favorite duck and Favorite, oh yes. It's a little bit of, kind of like the space bombs. It's a little bit of everything all rolled into one and I really like that. So if you guys ever get to get a brownie from them and you guys see them out there, make sure you grab them. Are they out there? Are they available often? Oh yes. They are available often. (laughs) They are. So we're going to do a little bit of fun things right now. Are you flour or concentrate? I'm usually flour. Usually flour. Are you bombs or joints? Joints. Joints or blunts? Joints. Joints or pipes? Joints. Joints or babes? Joints. Joints. You're a joint smoker. So she is a joint smoker. Uh, What's your favorite strain? Let's start with Sativa or Indica or Hybrid. Uh, all of the above. All of the above. Anything I can get my hands. Well, no, okay, that's a lie. Not anything. Do you prefer anything. the times though? Like, do you like mix it up to so um, early hybrid afternoon and then because in the evening type deal? I would love to say yes to that, but because I deal with so much chronic pain, I have a tendency of using indica throughout the day. Yeah. Uh, so I don't specify sativa hybrid indica. You just, to, it's just your weed. Yeah. It's just whenever I need it. Although that being said, I like starting the day with a sour tangy joint. Um, that's one of the strains that I, is just phenomenal flavor. It's everything that helps you with everything. It's a beautiful, just wake me up. Still leaves you clear headed enough that you can still go about and do what yeah. you need to do, uh, but still feel medicated, which is lovely. Um, for uh, indicas, I tend to go towards something that's more like a Romulan. Or Romulans a, are awesome though. Those right? are always good. Romulans are always good. Um, purple chem dog is another one of my favorites. Anything with a purple or pink Kush uh, strain. I like uh, to it usually does a pretty good job for pain for me um, but I can't say that I've got other than those three which are like my definite favorites yeah. there are so many that I love like I'm not I'm not a snob that way I, if, if, if you have a strain and you really like it Throw it at me. Let's try it. Yeah, like I have a favorite, but it doesn't mean that I have it all the time. I definitely, I think the last time I had my favorite strain was probably six months ago. Like, you know? Okay, just, yes. And and now, along with that, just because it's a, it's the particular strain that you yeah. like doesn't mean it's the particular grow that you like. Exactly. Right? So I have some particular growers that'll grow sour tange and it will be... Yeah, because you can get totally different looking, different everything. Different flavor the same name and everything on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, so yeah, for that, no, no particular strains. Uh, there are some that I stay away from, like cheeses. 
I don't know why, but Jesus. Oh my gosh! I'm so sorry. <laughs> Jesus and me just don't get along, and yet I smoke. I don't get along with Jesus. Jesus give me migraines. See, and I love Jesus. See, so okay, so Jesus is my favorite, and she hates it, and she likes Jesus, and I don't like them. So we're all good. We're equal. We're, we're even on that one. That's good. That's actually funny. When did you get introduced? Like when you were first introduced to cannabis, were you introduced to it with edibles, or were you guys just intru- like, were you introduced to it smoking? Uh, no. Well, I was introduced to it many moons ago. Uh, when I was first introduced, it was smoking um, in the traditional format as flour. Yeah. Uh, and then Pretty as much in joints and poppers and stuff like that. Yep. And then as the old school format, if you want to call it that, uh, as hash oil or what we traditionally used to call hash oil. Um, so that was little vial and like the little vial freaking bobby pin and scrape it out you on got your it. papers you yeah. got it you got it um, so that was definitely my introduction I can't say that I was introduced to edibles until probably only within the last decade um, more specifically probably within the last five or six years uh, they became a lot more on the radar if you will because a lot uh, there was a lot I guess in the medical side of things, more patients creating them for themselves and yeah. finding things that worked for them and then spreading it throughout and saying, hey, this worked for me, maybe you should try it. Um, so yeah, I'd say maybe the last five or six years most predominantly. Um, and now that I know about them, there you is can no turning back. So you guys started two years ago, but were you guys already making yourselves edibles in the yes. house and creating your own totally. recipes? Totally. So I've been a medical patient for a while, um, and the chronic pain that I deal with, I found that just on the smoking side of things alone wasn't enough, and I was doing a lot of it, and more than your average doctor would agree that you should be consuming, um, because it also impeded my day, right? I couldn't do anything because yeah. I was constantly smoking. So uh, the introduction of edibles was absolutely fantastic because I could still go out and do whatever I needed to do. Uh, it allowed me to keep my appetite up because there were times when I just I was too busy, I wasn't interested, so I wasn't eating. But when there's an edible involved, not only are you medicating, but you're like, oh wait, oh no, I actually need food as well. So Plus you did eat some food on top of it too to get your stomach going, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So um, I couldn't imagine where I would be without the introduction of edibles, but we were making them long before the company existed. It just got to a point where I was actually working at a, a dispensary at the time, and so many of the medical patients that came in because during... Uh, Is that how you got into the cannabis community or like industry type deal, working um, at dispensaries? Working at dispensaries, exactly. Um, and then because of the need that came through dispensaries of people going, I really need this, but it's not available can you make this for me on the side and me saying okay and then they tell somebody and they tell somebody before you know it you've got this list of people and and I still work 40 hours a week in the dispensary so how do I do all of this and so that's where the the need of the company and I guess it came uh it came from that and yeah now two years later and now we're here and now you're here and I know people seeing that they're they're gone but they're not gone so make sure that you guys remember that they do have a website they will have some people at the market but if you do ever see her face 
She's not going to be behind the table. She is there to have fun, so make sure that you are saying hello and getting your conversation in before she gets busy again and ends up behind the table again. Do you end up, do you think you guys will wait later on, or do you think it's just going to be too big now, so you guys are pretty much moving to the next step in the business? We're, we're hoping that we get to move up to the next step in the business at this point. Uh, that's not to say that that's a be-all end-all. You never know. You may find us at one future, or maybe one of us and not yeah. both of us. Uh, you never know, right? Uh, yeah, because I've seen him before just at, like, Canada Connoisseur and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So I'm sure you'll see us on more of the guest side of things, but that means that we get to actually interact with you guys and not just be on the, uh, oh, what's in this or what's this called? Um side of it which is yeah. actually a lot more fun for me if you uh, if you ask me because there's so many people who always want to interact with us and there isn't they can't because you're so busy exactly and there's I'd been times to... where i've wanted to come say hi to you guys at the markets before the show yeah but i haven't just because you guys are like completely surrounded like a can of crawl uh, yeah. i was like okay i'm not going near them they're busy it's just a throng of people yeah that's so around people, the booth. they're all talking to everybody so yeah now it'll be lovely because now we get to actually go out and meet you guys and smoke joints with you and you know it'll uh It'll be nice to socialize. That's great. That's awesome. So you guys all heard it here tonight. We are here with SKG Bakery, and you guys can follow them on Instagram. Don't mind their page if they don't show anything for a little while, but they are live on their webpage, which I will be pinning up into the post coming up on my page. So have a great night, and look forward to seeing you all next week with Pharaoh on our Halloween charity event. You are an awesome guest. You, like, can hold. Your conversation is great. Thanks. No, it is. It's really great. <laughs> I try not to um my way through stuff, but... You didn't. No, you didn't. And you talk. Like, I like that. Like, it's, sometimes I've got to really... You guys are gotta, both good. I gotta add, yeah, but sometimes i got to add questions that aren't on my paper because it's like, oh, no, gosh, you, the you time's up. No, you were, like, up. really witty with the questions, and they were good questions. Well, because I made sure that like, I, right like... on all of them. Well, in you, I would have talked to you more because I've got my chef papers too. I like I, that's what I did before I went to Canada Post. I would have talked cooking with you, but you gave. We would have went into recipes and people would have been like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> Let's take another that's show. I, I Save it for. We can talk about dab, dab instead of bong appetite. Cooking with concentrates. Cooking with concentrates. Cooking on high. Is that already a show? That's yeah, show. cooking on high is a. We could do so much better than that. I'm going to try to set up a segment. You know that show Hot Wings, or Hot Ones, with the guys eat chicken wings, and they have to ask questions, and they keep eating a hotter chicken wing and a hotter one? So I want to do a show like that where the dabs get bigger and bigger and bigger. But you have like a three-minute window where you have to answer the question and then do your next dab. I'm going to have to find somebody that's willing to... Like W5 dabs? Kind of. It'd probably be like... I got ten questions, so it's probably like ten dabs in 20 minutes.